If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rain. It's the end of January 2020, and this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And now that the kids are on their way to class and you've been back at work for a few weeks, it's time to properly begin the year. What's new? How are you feeling? Did you have a good break? Did you get all the technology you wanted and then some? Depending on what you own, you might be in for a bit of technology shock, some controversy. Because this year, you can bet that we're going to see quite a few of them. From new technology form factors to old technology being killed off, the year has already started off with a bit of that controversy. And it's been a little different depending on what you looked at. Last week saw some of that controversy come to Sonos, the pioneers of the multi-room sound system that allows you to synchronize music from room to room in your home using network speakers. Now, Sonos has had speakers for quite a long time, over 10 years now. And if you're someone who bought into that Sonos system in the early days, you might still have a few that keep on working. That's what good sound gear does, it keeps on keeping on. But last week, Sonos decided to change that and had plans to make its older legacy gear prevent updates from being rolled out if it was in a system with newer Sonos gear. We said it had because it doesn't have those plans anymore. And now the company has said that it would find a way to make the old gear work with the new gear in a way that won't upset fans and owners of Sonos systems. That was a controversy and a half. And while we're surprised Sonos didn't think about this beforehand, at least the company has decided to allow customers to keep using both old and new gear without limiting owners of both types, the old and the new. Controversies can be about anything, from a retiring of technology to a change in port technology, something we expect will happen on either the iPhone this year or the one coming next year in 2021. It's in one of these years that Apple will likely move its iPhone to Type-C USB and off the lightning connection at the bottom of its phones. But one of the more regular controversies is about pricing, particularly when something costs more. This year, you can expect controversies over price to arise as phones hit price tags sure to make your wallet weep just that little bit more. While Samsung's next Galaxy smartphone announcement is only a couple of weeks away, the rumor is that it won't be a cheap release, possibly fetching past the $2,000 mark for the top-end model, what is rumored to be the 5G Galaxy S20 Ultra. At least three models are expected, the S20, S20 Plus, and S20 Ultra, and while being flagship phones typically means they shouldn't be cheap, the rising prices of phones edging close to the three grand mark is not helping. You can expect higher price tags from newer form factors though, particularly with those foldable phones gradually making their way out. Samsung's Galaxy Fold may have been the first last year, costing a dollar shy of three grand, but it won't be the last with Motorola's joining it in Australia on February 24. We went hands-on with a new Moto Razr this week, Motorola's first foray in foldables that relies on a 6.2-inch screen that folds in half and closes shut like the old Moto Razr clamshell phones did over a decade ago. It's one of the most quaint takes on foldable phones yet because it's a big phone that folds into something smaller, ideal for people who prefer their tablet not be their phone, though it's one that will come with some caveats. The new Moto Razr will only come with 128GB of storage and it only runs on eSIM, so you need to download your SIM card using your mobile carrier and it will cost $2,700 or just a dollar shy of it. It's not cheap, not by a long shot, and it won't likely be the only phone designed like it by the middle of the year, with Samsung expected to release a similar model in the Galaxy lineup. But neither will likely be cheap with the phones edging towards the $3,000 mark in 2020, so that's going to be a pain point we all have to deal with. At least the mid-range is shaping up to be an area that helps people update their phones, offering some seriously strong specs for less money. We expect that will only get better this year, and you may be able to get a new phone this year that outperforms some of the more expensive models 
but for less. Last year, Google's Pixel 3a nailed that for us and for quite a few reviewers, so we're expecting something similar from the Pixel 4a, which we suspect Google will unveil in May at Google I.O. The mid-range possibly being better than the high-end is certainly a controversy, and so is how companies are beginning to become more green. We're seeing recycled parts used in phone and computer production, and case makers are getting in on the action too. EFM showed a case made from 85% plant-based materials recently, while Incipio has released a compostable iPhone case. That is to say, when you're done with the Incipio Organicore iPhone 11 case, you'll be able to compost the case and it will break down. That's a good kind of controversy for sure, and it's the last one of this episode. Because you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. The Wrap is released every Friday at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, but we'll be back next week for more technology in five. Until then, we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care. Take care.